Welcome back, guys. It is the 24th episode of Press Y coming out on December 22nd. Me and Cameron are back. Me is in Kelton Burns. Hello. <laughs> we're back, baby. And we're here to deliver some juicy gaming news. Today is, this week I guess, has been a weird week in the gaming news uh, realm. So, I do have, you know, I got a slate of stuff to deliver to you guys, but it is just kind of an odd week. We got a lot of leaks, a lot of hacks, a lot of uh, insider reporting. We got a lot of weird stuff, you know, a lot of stuff is subject to change some untrustworthy news hell yeah uh, some of it is not untrustworthy some okay. of it you'll see okay let's just get into it okay so 18 year old arian curtage has been sentenced to life inside a hospital prison for his involvement in the gta 6 hack the lapsus hacker reportedly played a critical role in leaking the grand theft auto 6 footage he was deemed a high risk to the public by a british judge on thursday because he reportedly still wants to commit cyber crimes this kid apparently wants to commit cyber crimes so bad that they are going to keep him in this hospital for life until a doctor deems him fit to rejoin society. So for, con- for context, Kurtage was also a key member in hacking Uber and NVIDIA with this hacker group, Lapsus, and they have previously demanded millions of dollars in ransom money from the companies they've hacked. Uh, Rockstar has stated the hack cost them $5 million and thousands of dollars in employee wages as they recovered from the hack. So, yeah. How how much was this guy spewing that he like when he got arrested? How much was he just like I'm going to just continue hacking. I will hack again. Like <laughs> that's what I was like it, like this is fuck man just be quiet it, <laughs> they'll let you back into society. I'm torn here because it's not funny like it's an 18-year-old sentenced to life in a hospital prison but at the same time like what exactly happened for him to be like like the judge is like uh, he just wants to keep committing cyber crimes. Give me my laptop. I need to hack more. Yeah, that's a. I've never hacking. heard of that happening. Um, and not even just like prison, like a like a like a hospital prison. Yeah, I guess they have those. In is he like the UK physically hurt or like needing like counseling? Uh, reportedly, so, like... he is autistic and okay. is committed. Really, really committed to continuing his cybercrime career. Okay. Another member of his group who is 17, I think, got a lesser sentence. Because he's a minor. Well, that's, that's good. You Most know? of this hacker group is teenagers. Hopefully, uh, hopefully they, they keep their willing, their love for hacking on the hush. And they'll get lesser sentences. Um... Yeah, uh, don't be smart, kids. Don't uh, don't do cyber crime at a young age, or at any age, because it's crime. Don't do crime. That's the takeaway here. That is the takeaway. But yeah, that is one of the two major hacks. There's actually been a few hacks this month. There was also one that I'm not going to cover today that went into um, Suicide Squad versus Kills the Justice League. It was a Rock City hack. Yeah, that happened a couple weeks ago. Uh, Next up on our slate, 
Call of Duty 2025. So me and Cameron, we previously talked about Call of Duty 2024, reportedly leaking that it's going to be centered around the Gulf War, which took place in the 90s, for those who don't know. But now we have a new insider report about Call of Duty 2025, the next one. So this Call of Duty will reportedly be a sequel to 2012's Black Ops 2 and will feature new maps and remade Black Ops 2 maps. It will also reportedly have a classic round-based zombies mode uh, returning Fuck so yeah yeah and it seems like maybe they saw the like the people who came back for modern warfare 3 as kind of like a spiritual successor or kind of like you know it had all the remastered mod for two maps and maybe they're like let's do that for black ops i uh, love that i love almost every black ops game so uh yeah that sounds good to me almost every black ops game I think every I think every Black Ops game. I mean, it was like kind of diminishing returns, but I like all of them. There are a lot of people out there who think the second one is the best. I I think the second one is probably it's they're both very high for me. Um, but maybe that second one. They're all. Ugh, I, love I think them all. the first. I personally think the first one is the best. But nostalgia is playing a heavy factor here. That is true. Same. So, yeah, Call of Duty twenty twenty five guys. Get your pre-orders ready. Uh, next up, I wanted to talk about God of War Ragnarok. Have you uh, made any more progress in God of War, Cameron? Yes, I have. I played nice. uh, an additional two hours, and <laughs> I am in the same exact place where I was, trapped in a library with a murderous elf. Uh, but oh my God. I'm learning those attack patterns, baby. I'm getting close. <laughs> I I'm knock have, knock knocking on that door. I have 100%ed God of War Ragnarok the DLC, got every trophy, and completely finished the storyline. Uh, it was a fun, fun run. It is just Hades, God of War version. They have some s- spins on it, but it's that wonderful Hades formula, Rogue Light. Oh, the uh, fucking. Ro- <laughs> I thought when you said Hades, I thought you were talking about the literal god, and I was like, "Don't fucking spoil no, it for me!" No, 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 no. Hades, the Hades, 20, the game, twenty nineteen, okay. I think, indie game, Rogue yeah. Light. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which reminds me now that I'm talking about roguelike, souls like, and roguelikes, which I apparently I have had to re-educate myself several times on this matter. Last week we were talking about Rise of the Ronin, and I kept calling it a roguelike. It is a souls like. Yeah, I was wondering about that. Uh, but, yeah, big yeah. slap on my wrist there. I constantly, and we've even had conversations about this between us, Cameron. But I yeah. confuse roguelike and souls like a lot. They're both hard, you know, both difficult genres, <laughs> but very, very different. They are incredibly different. For those wondering, souls like is like Bloodborne, Dark Souls, Lies of P, uh, you know, like Sekiro, those like, you know punishing unforgiving big bosses elden ring usually they have some kind of bonfire mechanic or some kind of like currency where if you get killed twice uh or like a currency where once you die you can go and recollect it and if you die the second time before collecting it then it's gone uh that's a big uh yeah big staple of a souls like game and then there's roguelikes and roguelites now, here, I also had to learn the difference between here. Roguelike means you lose all progress upon death and restart at the at the, the beginning. That is your standard roguelike. Roguelite mm. 
means that you can keep some progress or some type of progression between runs. You do not lose everything when you die. But it is centered around multiple runs through a game. So that is what God of War Ragnarok is. Or okay. not God of War Ragnarok. God of War Valhalla within Ragnarok. It's the same uh, like combat and gameplay style, right? It's just like yes. you're the enemies and maps and shit are just randomly generated you start out with your base weapons this doesn't continue off of your save with ragnarok it's completely separate you start off with your base weapons and then as you progress each run you can choose which runes and uh glyphs you want to acquire and they're kind of randomized when you open a chest but you you kind of throughout your run you create a build just like in hades uh, there's certain rewards for using certain builds. You know, you might be incentivized to use this shield on this run because for more rewards at the end. But you know, over the course, you make multiple runs with the big boss at the end, and story is told sporadically throughout these runs. And every time you return to the start, you might get another little juicy bit of story. And every time you get to the end, you might have another little chunk of story. And after after a certain amount of runs, you've kind of like reach the end of the main story going on there is some more stuff after you finish that main story uh but wonderful storytelling mechanic i think hades did it great i think god of war ragnarok valhalla does it fantastically as well uh but yeah i i i I got emotional at one point i really shed tears a little bit i think that god of war ragnarok valhalla i guess i'm just gonna keep calling it that really rewards those who've played every God of War game up to this point. If you were there for that original trilogy in Greece, I think you're going to find a lot to kind of satisfy you in this DLC. And I was really not expecting that. They could have easily sold this for $20. And it was just completely free, right? Yes. God. God, that's a class act right there. Fucking go off. It's uh, God of War is a Sony joint, right? Yes, Sony Santa Monica. God bless Sony. Um, are there new weapons? There is... Well, how many weapons do you have in Ragnarok right now? Well, I'm saying, like, is there any additional weapons from the main campaign? Technically, like, yes. Oh, fuck yeah, that's cool. I did not expect that. That's rad as hell. The, dude, it, this, like, it must have cost millions to make this. Like, yeah. It, I was going to say, it sounds super expensive to, like make such an in-depth DLC. This is fucking crazy. I would say it's required to play this if you want to have a really like full God of War experience, especially going in to it. If they make anything else, uh, I would say definitely play through this. Well, score. I, I, I'm I'm glad that uh, I waited so long to play this game. So, cause now I can have even more God of War. Yum, yum, yum. Get in my tum, Mr. God of War. So, yeah, okay. That is the main things I want to talk about so far. So this next topic is kind of a controversial topic, and I'm kind of mm. I'm gonna preface it in case anyone doesn't want to listen to the rest of this. Gun control. No. Uh, mm. not gun control. Mm. So, as reported, I'm mean, here's the the baseline facts. As reported by Polygon on December 12th, ransomware group, Residia announced it was holding a mass of Insomniac Games data hostage. The group demanded 50 Bitcoin, which is roughly $2 million USD, for the data and was willing to sell that data to anyone who could cough up that 50 Bitcoin. Seven days passed without a buyer, so the group posted 1.67 terabytes of data online 
which included more than 1.3 million files, according to cybersecurity website CyberDaily. So this hack was more than just insider information about like whatever games Insomniac was working on, and there is a lot of that in here, but it also yeah. included employee information, scanned passports, internal HR documents, internal Slack communications, full list of employees, even their shirt sizes. So there's a lot of really <laughs> And scary... most importantly, their shirt sizes. They're like, they're, it, there's so much data, and it's mm-hmm. still being sifted through. Like we don't even, there's new things that I'm seeing come out of this hack and out of this giant massive data every day since it's been posted online uh that's terrifying oh my god that is spooky i'm so glad that no one has my passport information or my shirt sizes those are spooky spooky things for complete strangers to know so yeah this kind of as Someone who's here to bring you guys the news and to bring you guys the latest information that, you know, is out there. I am kind of like conflicted on this because this is a like a lot of people are almost being put in direct danger as a result of this. Or they are. They are literally like their information is all being posted online. And uh, I didn't really want to give attention to anything that could maybe damage or hurt anyone. Uh, that said, there is just so much information here that I felt like just the game stuff and maybe some of the insider PlayStation stuff that gives us a little glimpse into maybe what's going on but behind the scenes of PlayStation. And even there's even some information about Sony reacting to the Microsoft acquiring Activision Blizzard news. So there is just some stuff I pulled out of here that I'm going to share with you guys. But if you guys aren't interested or you don't feel comfortable learning more about this stuff than just leave now. I'm sorry, Uh, but I totally understand. That being said, let's get into some of the stuff that came out of this hack. So as reported by IGN, included in the hack was a roadmap for future games coming from Insomniac. Uh, Beyond the recently released Spider-Man 2, there is a 2026, and 2026 is Wolverine. There was a 2025 Venom revealed. The Venom game looks to be similar to Miles Morales and then it bridges the gap between the mainline Spider-Man entries while being slightly smaller in scope. Uh, I'm really looking forward to that, if it's true. And if it is truly coming out um, next year, I believe. I really hope that trend catches on. Of like, Especially with these big sprawling... The, like, the more uh, like Naughty Dog games and God of Wars that get released where it's this, this huge story that branches off, I would love to see more of these kind of like in-between games that are significantly smaller in scope that uh, just kind of ties you over until the next like huge release for the uh, the sequel comes out, like Miles Morales. Uh, I, I think uh, I, I want to like see a lot Uncharted more Uncharted Lost those. Legacy? Yes, exactly. Like I want to see a lot more of those littler uh, kind of like a like uh sample games i guess that kind of just like hold you over until the rest of the the rest of your meal gets there i will take anything like that i will even i'll also take anything like god of war ragnarok valhalla i agree it's almost like a whole different type of game i think that's also a super cool idea um you are also reminding me right now that it was revealed that back when obsidian worked underneath Bethesda, they pitched them 
making a Fallout New Vegas-like game, but for Elder Scrolls. So in between mainline Elder Scrolls entries, they would make kind of like, you know, use that same engine, but do a new original story and maybe a new area or something. Yes, please. And uh, Bethesda shut all that down and said, nah, we're good. Uh, so, yeah, I was, I was sad to hear about that because I love Fallout New Vegas. Uh, and I would love to see Obsidian get their hands on Elder Scrolls IP. Oh my God, but they are now fantastic. making their own fantasy game, so I'm sure that'll be great. Hell yeah. Back to this hack. Beyond Venom. Spider-Man 3 is aiming for a 2028 release. It is also labeled Part 1 and Part 2, so that might be split up into two games. Uh, a Ratchet and Clank game, which will be a direct continuation of the last Ratchet and Clank game, is aiming for a 2029 release. That's this is like we're probably in uh, the Spider-Man three and Ratchet and Clank is probably in PS six territory, since we know that Sony is aiming for a twenty twenty eight release with the PS six, and then an X Men game is aiming for twenty thirty. Now this X Men game stuff seems to be really big news. It'll be a PlayStation exclusive until twenty twenty five, but it also has PC down as its platform. Uh, all the X Men licensed games are detailed and budgeted at one hundred twenty million dollars per game. And so, yeah, that's it's pretty crazy news. Like, we, we knew Wolverine was coming, but it looks like they are working towards a full-on X-Men game. There were also slides uh, suggesting a Spider-Man 2 and Wolverine online multiplayer mode. So, not sure if that's uh, still in the works. <laughs> Don't know if I really need that, but okay. Um, yeah, I saw one slide delay said Spider-Man meets GTA online. Weird. Um, uh, if you could have one X-Men have a solo game, what would you have it be? Interesting. Ooh, I, I bet, uh, like a stealthy Nightcrawler game would be fun. That's what I was, I was going to say Nightcrawler too. I bet that like teleporting mechanic would be so fucking rad. Like, especially if it was, I mean, uh, I would, they would have to like build it from the ground up like the same way they did with like the, uh the spider-man like web swinging but i bet like if they got it like it would it would feel so fucking cool to just be like going around like warehouses and like poofing around taking people out the poofing into like the the shadows oh that'd be dope i know it's been done in like control and a lot of other games but i think a magneto game would be pretty fun like pulling stuff and throwing it yeah that would be sick but i feel like like Magneto is like it'd be so hard to do that just because Magneto's like strength over metal stuff is like so much more significant than just the average like oh I lift a fire extinguisher and toss it at something like he's yeah. like folding bridges in half and shit um but yeah I bet I bet like mechanically uh it could be like simple to just be like oh I'm in a room full of very tiny metal things and everything else happens to be plastic or something like that so out of an X-Men game, are you hoping for, like, a cast of characters? Like, are you hoping for playable no. sections? I, I, like, I mean, yes. Like, I would love, I would love to live in a world where they can successfully, like, make a cool game where it's, like, a whole cast of superheroes and all the mechanics are super well fleshed out and it feels really cool to play each individual hero. But I completely understand how, like, impossible it is to do that within like a realistic amount of time under like uh budgets and time constraints and all that shit um so i i'm very satisfied with having like one 
maybe two like main heroes you can play with and then having like some like sidekick shit just like that maybe you like interact with other superheroes but i don't think it's very feasible to have the whole x-men team uh and like play play with like fleshed out bits of the game with each character like uh in the same way that they have like uh spider-man and miles morales uh i just i don't see that in the future uh being like a legitimate game because i mean like you see that with the uh the avengers game that uh square enix team took on and uh like they do a decent job like uh separating the feel of all the uh the characters aside um but I i feel like it's like you just get like a tiny little taste and like it feels uh it just feels very shallow uh i guess i yeah i understand yeah i play it doesn't that game feel like that like briefly. deep gameplay that you can like really master and like have a super uh super good time playing for hours and hours and hours like i feel like if i play as hulk for like 20 minutes i kind of get like the three or four moves that i can do versus like swinging through new york as spider-man like makes me feel like spider-man whereas like playing as all those characters i kind of feel like uh, basically game characters i've played before wearing avengers costumes you know i yeah i feel you at first i was imagining like a last of us 2 like you know two main characters you actually do play as i think i think you play as three characters in that game briefly yeah but my my, i was thinking i was just like what you and what you were saying you wanted and then I was more. Then I realized that Spider-Man Two does have you play as I think five different people throughout the game. Even if you briefly play for only maybe a mission or two, one character. And I think that's. I would expect you know it's the same developer that Insomniac's gonna do something like that. Like maybe there's a Magneto mission that you play for as him for 15 minutes, which would prevent what you're saying, where you know you're gonna get bored and like okay i know what magneto's power set is but if you only played him for one mission that might be a really fun mission where you're like oh i get to play this magneto right but for the most of the game keep it grounded in maybe one to two characters also i have two more little bulletins here uh alpha builds of wolverine playable alpha builds of wolverine have begun f- to float around the internet they have also been included in this leak first it was just builds that you needed a ps5 dev kit to access and now it seems there is a pc playable version of the build uh from the gameplay i've seen it's very very rough early alpha builds type stuff uh they also mentioned hellblade 2 as kind of maybe a goal that they were striving for with wolverine uh, so just there's so, so much information like 1.67 terabytes of data is so much information that yeah. and it's like internal logs internal communications like internal like uh powerpoints pitches email like everything it's it's i'm sure there'll be more and more data that comes out of this and it, it sucks for insomniac and it, this thing stuff kind of seems like it always happens to sony um, on that topic, though, it has been revealed through an email exchange Sony is intimidated that Microsoft may leapfrog them with their new acquisition of Activision Blizzard. So that, I guess, is like we did see, I mean, some indication that they were concerned about this when they took a pretty strong stance against it in court to try to get it to, to the acquisition to stop. So I'm not that surprised that they're intimidated about this. But, you know, more confirmation. Uh that you know microsoft buying activision blizzard is a pretty massive deal like xbox owns call of duty and world of warcraft and you know overwatch and all that now yeah some of the biggest ips in the world 
and it's yeah. Xbox with some of the deepest pockets in the world to help support those. So, yeah, uh, Microsoft has been making enormous, enormous plays uh, in the past uh, five years. And I don't think Sony has done nearly as much, in my opinion. No, that, I mean, they have acquired studios and there is talent that they uh, like in those studios that they have acquired, but they just don't have the pocketbook to like, you know, buy Call of Duty. Right. That's absurd. I didn't even think anyone had the pocketbook to do that. Uh, Activision CEO, Activision Blizzard CEO, Bobby Kotick also just retired after 30 years at the company. So, you know, he got his paycheck. He is out of there. Microsoft is reorganizing the leadership. And, uh, and yeah, that's like most of the news. Uh, what have you been playing recently, Cameron? Um, I have been playing God of War. Getting my ass kicked in a library. Um, and I've been playing some of the, some finals. Do I have to say the finals? Some of the, the finals. finals. I've also played some some of the finals oh my god dude is that kick, game kick ass or what fucking it love that very game. fun i've already kind of uh talked about this previously but jesus christ i love that game it's so so good anything else um any what else games? have i been playing um magic arena obviously, obviously. um um my switch got stolen from me so i don't have how did that happen well, not like at like my my partner move is going to went to her home for uh uh the holidays and took my switch. So she left me with no day of the diver to play. That's my Christmas <laughs> gift for my partner. Nice. Happy holidays. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Hi. What about you? What have you been playing? <laughs> I mean, I've I've been mainly playing Ragnarok. You know, that's like my Fuck main yeah. thing I've been doing. I play a little bit of the finals. I am looking. We I think we talked about it in the past. I feel like we have, but Telltale's The Expanse. I saw that on sale for seventeen dollars for the full season. Nice. I'm really considering that. Ghost Runner Two is on sale for twenty seven dollars. I've been eyeing that. Ghost Runner is so good. I yeah. love Ghost. Runner. I really liked my time with the demo. And then uh, Pathfinder Wrath of the Righteous is on sale for like eleven ninety nine or something. Some, some absurd number for such a gigantic f- fucking CRPG. Uh, so I've been, I've been eyeing, those are all PlayStation sales that I've been eyeing. Uh, but then I'm like, oh, why am I looking at buying a new game if I still need to finish the, these other games that I've been playing? It's never ending. Yeah, no, never, never ends. Like you know better than anyone. With their I'm so minutes deep in a hole, man. Game. <laughs> <laughs> Why aren't games 45 minutes long? I don't understand. <laughs> it's the weirdest thing. So yeah, I guess that's gonna wrap up 24 guys. Like I said, it's kind of a weird week. I hope that you, uh, you know, you learn something, something new. And don't get hacked, guys. Sony, I'm looking at you. Stop getting hacked. Stop getting hacked all the time. I mean, when there's 18-year-olds out there addicted to hacking, like, I don't really know what you're going to do, right? Yeah, what the fuck are you going to do, man? Like, you can't even can't even threaten them. You got to lock them up forever. Or they're <laughs> just... You can't even give them a slap on the wrist. You got to just throw them in a padded cell forever. I was reading somewhere he hacked it in with a fire stick. That's insane. What? Dude. No wonder he loves hacking so much. He's a, he's fucking amazing at it. He probably he's probably just so, just flexing, you know. 
toss a God. toss this eighteen year old a Nintendo DSI and there goes all your <laughs> bank account information. Yeah. He knows your shirt sizes. He knows your fucking dog's maiden name. He's in. <laughs> He's got the nuclear launch codes. Just because you gave him a fucking leapfrog learning. <laughs> I say that kid is going to break out of that fucking mental hospital within... Give him two weeks. Give him they're gonna, two weeks. <laughs> they're going to accidentally give him like a remote or something, and he's just going to fucking <laughs> blackmail everyone. Give him two weeks and an LED light strip. <laughs> yeah. he's, dude, he's the next fucking X-Men. They should do what uh, like some companies have done in the past and hire him to do cybersecurity. I agree. Bang. Um, Two birds, one stone. They should, they should not trap him in a hospital prison, in my opinion, forever. They're giving him like the Azkaban treatment. I think that's a little unfair. 20 years from now, Sony's like, we got the best cybersecurity in the world. And they're like, who's your lead guy? Oh, it's that, uh, that dude who lives in the hospital. <laughs> it's that guy who's just got 18 giant cords hooked hooked directly up into his brain surrounded in a room full of monitors all he needed was 100 Amazon Fire Sticks <laughs> he's unstoppable alright have a good week guys we will be back next ne- is the next episode uh, we got one more before the new year alright word one more 2023 episode we'll see you guys Merry, next Merry week Merry Christmas guys happy holidays Happy holidays.